Brainiacs, welcome to another episode of the Brain Candy Podcast, episode 582, and I am Susan Marie Meister Butler. Sarah Whitney Louise Rice. <laughs> Sarah Whitney Louise Rice. Louise Rice. You know how when like you get um, confirmed in the Catholic Church and you have to pick a Catholic name and then it's nope, always like... Nope, I do not know. <laughs> no, you're asking me, you're saying that like it's a normal thing. So it'd be like... Susie, Rebecca, you know, it's some biblical or a saint or like some Teresa of a villa. That feels a little redundant with the first name Sarah. <laughs> that's true. You're, yeah, that's true. Or gratuitous. You're or good. The word is. But that Louise is like your brain candy confirmation name. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. yeah. That is great. And you know what we learned in the, in the last, uh, uh, book club meeting that like everyone's middle name is marie yeah right there was but marie had a real moment in like the 80s and maybe early 90s what was that it it, it <sighs> i want to say it's one of those like geez louise things like it just like <laughs> sounds right. something like oh marie like here's everybody's know, just... middle name marie lynn Lee. Oh, Lynn. Lynn Ann. Big moment. Ann. Ann. Sally Ann, Elizabeth Ann, Rebecca Ann, the Jamie Ann. Syllable ones like Lynn and Ann, they make sense to me, or Lee. But Marie, where'd she come from? Right. She Who was it, all yeah. hogging that middle name. Marie. Property. Ooh. It is so windy outside right now. The Ooh. tree on the patio just blew down. <gasps> Spooky. Ooh. Can it be spooky when it's so beautiful and sunny outside? Should I give you guys on the video a video hint of what that looks yeah, like? Let's Can I see even it. do that? Is that Sorry, even if you're not on Patreon, you're missing it out. I forget that we're like actually recording. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be my bed that I'm sleeping on that you see. And that's outside. Ooh. Oh, it is windy. Sarah's not yeah. lying about Ooh. that. And then you see like the rando mattress on the floor that I'm sleeping on in my mom's house, which is. But I told I forget. I think this was off the air. I was telling, or no, it was on the air about how you should have a mattress on the floor. How yeah. it's good for you, like in uh, old right. age, get yeah. up and down. Yeah, right. Seems- also, I had to make my mom a makeshift bed in the living room, so that's where the other mattresses. Because usually it's higher. Anyway, who my else? goodness, it's neither here nor there. Sarah, has how a- are you, Susie? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um... I am super excited about the thing that we added to Patreon where you can become a close yes. friend to yes. us on Instagram. So, like, we you join on Patreon, and then we add you to our close friends list on Instagram. I'm just having so much fun. Susie discovered Instagram stories, it feels like. <laughs> well, She's no. like, oh, I, can just, I can just videotape this funny thing I'm doing. She's always been my biggest, like... Sarah, videotape this, or let me get this video of you, and she encourages me to post it. Yeah. But now you're doing the same, and I love the content. It's not that I didn't know about it or didn't think I would enjoy it. I knew that I would. It's that I didn't want everyone to be able to see stuff. Right, right. Well, now it's secret and special. I know know something you have to put on there, which I can't believe I haven't even asked you or your son about. Oh, my God. Did you notice in... Your Christmas gift. One of the best gifts that I think I've ever given anybody. I don't want to toot my own horn, but you needed to own this item. Tell people. Okay, so you might recall Sarah threatened to buy me this 
like a couple months ago, she decided that it was very important that my cats be able to dress up as bats. Friggin' friggin' bats. Friggin' bats. <laughs> and I'm then done. she followed through on that. Mm-hmm. And then I was just thinking how, why haven't we talked about them yet? Like, right. Right. I really, I feel bad. I mean, bad. I was like worried about sizing. <laughs> sizing. You know, do they fit? <laughs> right. I have do not they tried like them yet. the wings? I will, oh though. Oh, my gosh. And that will you be... haven't tried them yet? <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't steal a cat to try it. Well, on. I, mean, I was so excited about this thing. Maybe my favorite part of opening the bat, the cat bats, <laughs> Was um, Adam's befuddlement about why you would do that. (laughs) And I kept trying to explain it, and he was like, I don't get it. (laughs) This is more of a gift for me than it was for you. Selfish. When I do it, and I will do it, I will share It's going on stories? It'll go. Should I put it on close friends? Yes, close friends. That's what we call it. Close friends. Going on the close friends. I'm oh, I am I'm just giddy right now because a part of me forgot about. There's been a lot that's gone on. Yeah, right. And so a part of me forgot about that, and then I I was reminded. Yeah, so we we didn't even talk about the because no. there was so much going on. Susie also gave me one of the best gifts I think I've ever received, which is something <laughs> that called the hug me. I think it's called <laughs> hug sleep. Hug sleep. Which I also threatened on the show to buy for you, but you don't remember anything, so it was like new information. Yeah. It, it was, oh, it, I'm, I'm not, okay, so I, I, um, after this, I feel like I will do like a special video. I'll do it on my close friend story of me getting in and <laughs> out of God. this thing. Okay. Because it's so, I love it. so it is what I can only describe as like a body condom. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And, and Anytime I am in the room with anybody else and put this thing on, they look at me like it's I'm so out of my mind. Yeah. But I love it. It's really tight and like this spandexy kind of form-fitting material yeah. that makes you feel like you're swaddled. Yeah. And no matter what position you get into, it's like a nice tight hug. And you guys know how I feel about that. And it's just <laughs> like wonderful. I put it on like to show my mom because I brought it with me to Costa Rica because I'm like I need some good night sleeps uh, I put it on and then just sat down to watch a TV show fell right asleep you didn't <laughs> yes in the middle of the afternoon well it, it really is like <clears throat> it really is like a, a, a an adult swaddler like yeah so thank you Sarah sis. had said during her TikTok extravaganza period Mm-hmm. She talked about her interest and enjoyment of, but like being tied up and stuff and kink culture. And then yes. she talked about how she learned that a lot of people with ADHD find it soothing and pleasurable and yes. whatever. And yes. I had just seen that shark tank where they pitched this sharks, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, who is going to buy that? Why would anyone want that? <laughs> Apparently there's a market for it. She, and, and it's one of those things that, like, you're thrilled when it works. Like, it really works. Like, they, they deserved yeah. to be funded. Because, to make a deal. I mean, yeah. Okay. It, it really, this is not this an is ad. This is not an ad. But if sleep, hug, wants, hug sleep. <laughs> I haven't gotten the copy yet. So if hug sleep wants right, to right, sponsor right, us, right, right, right. you know, yeah. it's like, oh, my gosh, I highly recommend Okay, I'm yeah. sure a lot of people appreciate that. Yeah, there was something else that was on there. Oh, the hiccup thing. That worked. Yes. 
Yes. Dude. Sarah that got me works, the cure for crazy. hiccups. it's crazy. I, and mm-hmm. it was one of those where like you, you, they send you two and I got to keep one. And so I tried it. Yep. That fucking me works too. It works like a charm. One sip. Like all this Thank hubbub you, about Tank. how there's no cure. That was on Shark Tank too? Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm thank sure. you. Yes. Okay. Well, I have the video of you putting on the hug sleep. You should put that on your close friends. The I one definitely of, will. Okay. Anyway, you people that aren't on close friends are like either going to really hate this or love this. Okay. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yeah. Um... Let's start with a discussion. Oh, I I wanted to make you feel a little better about your own mom's situation because whenever I did the suggestion box for our listeners, like, what do you guys want more of or whatever? A lot of people apparently want to hear more about, like, my life because I tend to just talk about, like, what I've read and stuff. Um, So here's a little, just a little story about Peg Meister. She was just texting me the other day, like, normal stuff. And then I'm like, what are you up to? And she's like, oh, just dealing with fire restoration over here. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh. That implies there was once a fire. (laughs) Yes, right, that I know nothing about. And I do see her, although it has to be outside now because she's not vaxxed. And believe me, it's cold. So you know how much I love her to hang out with her in the cold. Anyway, so she's like, oh, yeah, I had a big fire in the kitchen. Everything's ruined, whatever. Then I hear the whole story. Not the picnic table! (laughs) Not the two square feet of hell that is her kitchen. Yes. And so she's telling me the story. It's a grease fire. What do you do with a grease fire? And what do you not not put water on it? (laughs) And what did Peg do? Put water! (laughs) She's like, I don't know why it didn't go out, it got bigger. So then I said, you know. She had multiple children. Yes. You guys all lived. It's a miracle. Every day she would pray that the Lord would keep a, quote, hedge of protection around us. And I'll tell you, that hedge is working overtime. 
Shout out to prayer. Shout out to prayer. Shout out to Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Um, okay, so she put water on it. Couldn't figure out why it was growing. Oh, my God. At no point in this story did she think, this is a job for the fire department. Not once did she think I should call 911. She ran out into her yard, called a neighbor over. He came over, put more water on it. No! Stop it! Stop it! Sarah's dying. This is like, how many people from Pittsburgh does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't want to, like... Well, and you know how Sarah has, or had, or maybe still has... People from Pittsburgh, do not at me. I love you guys. (laughs) Yins. I love yins. Oh, that's... All is forgotten. She just said yins. Um, No, for real, like, she... It's a miracle. The woman's alive. And eventually, okay. What kind of did have you have you assessed the damage? I can't hear you. Where'd you go, ma'am? Where did you have it muted? Hello, Hello? that's fine now. That was so weird. It's weird. I never know. Anywho, you know, um, probably mercury in retrograde or something. Uh, (laughs) did you have you assessed the damage? Is what I she sent pictures. I won't. I won't go into that COVID den, but she (laughs) she sent pictures, and then. She was like, okay, well, I better go buy, you know, new uh, appliances and stuff. I'm like, well, did you, f- did you call your insurance company? And she's like, you can do that? My mom doesn't know how to be a person. It is fascinating. I'm like, why do you think you pay for insurance? Like, what would it cover if it did not cover a fire? A fire? Right. Anywho, she's so, fine. is this, is, uh, okay, it, can we, uh, <laughs> please... Like, okay, guys, well, I want to, there was another situation in which Susie's mom had the opportunity to replace her carpets and (laughs) in doing so, I can't get over this. I never will. Took maroon. So the carpets were maroon carpets from, we'll say what, 1970. No, no, no. Mauve had a moment in like, it was 1990s. It was like 94 or something. Okay, 1994. Yeah. It's been a while. Been a while. She, like, needed, new <laughs> carpets came, and rather than picking an updated color, went with the exact same color. Yeah. The same that, that so is, can you tell her that she doesn't have to get the same appliances? <laughs> is what I'm getting yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her there are new appliances from right. Sarah. Yes, I will tell her. That's so true. And I w- I'm excited that she gets new stuff. The woman mm-hmm. deserves a, a something. Me too. But... Yeah. And I also got her, well, my sister. Oh. I made my sister order her a fire extinguisher because that needed to happen. Yes, please. Um, did no. she pray about wanting new kitchen appliances or something like that? <laughs> Not that I, I know, know of. I'm going to ask her, ask her, because my mom one time really was like, oh, man, I want a kitchen remodel so bad. I could really use a new stove. Pipe burst, flooded the kitchen, had to remodel the whole kitchen. So I wonder if this is someone's secret prayers were answered thing. I I like, you know. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. Right. It it applies Ah! to all. It applies. Yes. And by the way, if you're not privy, the the mispronunciation was intentional. Sarah and I are writing a book called Be Careful What You Wish For. And so um, it's going to be great. Anyway, so that's Susie's personal story of, of the week, if that's what I love. I love that. <laughs> I don't love any mishaps or fires, but I love no. a Susie personal story of the week. We yeah, don't. I was thinking about how you have a phobia of fires, and I was like, the only way that story oh, can be Oh, it's gone worse. now. Okay. P.S. Okay. Cured. It was, it was 
you know what it is, is trying to learning how to light my own. Right. And you, you know realize how, how hard, hard it is, is? Yeah. to start a fire. Yeah. And like rest is damn near impossible Pay. in the dry weather in Colorado with, with everything working for me. Yeah. Still can't make it happen. So, well, and the reason Peg had a grease fire is because she's lived in that house for sixty years and probably has never ever cleaned out the vent or hood ever. Yeah, right. So, oh. she goes, "It was a big ball of grease up there. You should have seen it." I can't. Oh my god! You know, I had a friend for and that I am now no longer close with because of you know things that happened during uh, political... the last five years. Yep, the yeah. last five years. <laughs> but I used to for her birthday clean her house i'd go over there and give her kit and i i remember one time it had been a couple years and i cleaned the kitchen and i was like if i don't if i, I think nobody will, is ever gonna yeah. clean this part and that's not some people I don't aren't think into there's that. The knowledge that you got to clean this this thing out or else yes. this is dangerous same with lint traps same with the thing around the dryer that's I, what my brother says yeah check my, I asked my brother, who's a firefighter, what does, like, what do I actually need to be worried about? Because, like, that, you got to ask yes. the people who know. What do I need to be worried about? And he said, carbon monoxide, I believe, was one yeah. thing. So have the carbon monoxide thing because you can't smell it like you can gas. Yeah. And checking the dryer, tr- tr- the dryer traps and make sure there's no bend in the hose. Like, you know, that, that dryer hose that yeah. connects. Cause what'll happen is somebody will go, Oh, I lost a sock behind there. The sock, you pull it out, then you push it back in and it gets kinked and then stuff oh. gets trapped there. Bad news bears. Yes, that's a good tip. And I can't believe how many people do not clean out their lint traps. What are you guys doing? It takes two seconds. Two seconds. And put a trash can next to your... Yeah. Because that's the problem. Sometimes they're like, I don't want to touch it. Put a little trash bag or trash can next to your... If you're like me. You don't want to touch it? it? No. uh, I don't know why. It's. I know it's clean, too. It just feels like dust. And I think it's a texture thing. And I don't know... Okay. Oh my God, I'm getting itchy thinking about it. You know I, how Lincoln doesn't like satisfying. certain fabrics? Yeah. It's satisfied to get it out, yeah. but I don't. It feels like it's dusty, and I have a, a dust mite allergy that's oh. really bad. <laughs> so I have this like mental thing that it's all dust mites that I'm picking up, which is dumb. I know it's not why, true. But that really struck me. That was a good one. You because it Listen. was you were so sincere about it, like it was a, a disease that you have. I have a, I have a dust mite allergy. <laughs> no, but like it's really bad. Like I can watch them burrow into my fucking skin and have an allergic reaction in front of my eyeballs, and then I can even take tweezers and pull them out. You, are... you think a kit? You could put a piece of tape on my arm and pull it up, and you're like, oh yeah, there's a little dust mite that's like burrowing into your fucking skin right now. I don't know what to do about this. I hate it. You're an original. This is what <laughs> is so... There is no one else like you in all the Yeah, land. and that's why I'm going to be single forever. And I thought we were talking about Susie's personal stories, not mine. Fuck! If you are single forever, then they are missing out because every day wouldn't be an adventure with you. Every okay. time I see somebody who's like cuckoo crazy on one of those 90-day fiancés or whatever it is, and they're like with a partner. Oh, my gosh. See, I have a oh bump right there. It's probably it. from something like this. Look. Look. I'm going to hold it up to the camera, and you can see. Do you see that bump right yeah. there? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's probably from freaking <laughs> dust mite that just like landed on me or something. It just heard me talking about him. 
Fuck you, Dustmite. She's yeah, look, not right joking. There. This is what's crazy about this story. I'm actually not joking. Look, it's on the tip of my finger. A Dustmite is on Whatever your finger. Whatever that is or something. Oh, it just like, I swear, I've been, ugh, I'm a mess. I am. <laughs> Anyways, this is like. <laughs> so great. God damn. Okay, well, you know what else is great? <laughs> it's Best Fiends. Oh, you know what? That helps get my yeah. cuckoo crazy mind off of all of everything and That's onto exactly something. Right. Call me. Best Fiends. Yes. Best Fiends is like the perfect balance of soothing and stimulating. I don't know how to describe that. This is accurate. But it is. It's kind of like a crossword puzzle in that way, you know. And it's satisfying. It's very And satisfying. challenging. And adorable with cute little stories. Yes. It's so fun. They update it all the time. So there's always some new fun things. There's great puzzles that, like I said, will stimulate you, keep you engaged, but will allow you a break from all the craziness of life. And you know all those boring moments when you're just like waiting at the DMV or whatever? Fill that up with some fun stuff. Make You can yeah. make your own fun. Yes. Um, lots of I use here. it with my mom. I Aww. told her to download it because... Remember when we had Jane McGonagall on and we talked about how playing games helps to, with pain? Yes. So she needs something to distract her from the pain and from anything going on. And she was like Googling her symptoms. So I'm like, nope, let me put something on your phone. Yeah. Hang out with these little guys instead. That's exactly right. No problem. And now you can play too. It's super fun. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. So much fun. Um. Okay. So, first up... I'm- I hope this is one of those moments where one of our <laughs> listeners is like a dermatologist, like in dermatology school, yeah. and I'm going to be like the, the, the uh, uh, what's like NHL assistant coach or whatever it was yeah, who right. like got his mole diagnosed, and they're going to be like, no, what you really have, it's like this thing that's at... And if anybody says folliculitis, I know, I know. We already know that. I need another differential diagnosis, please. So you have... Maybe in the same way that you have folliculitis, just an overall sensitivity, it sounds like, to the environment. Yeah, I have an overactive immune response. Well, that's and handy, it is, though. It is exacerbated by stress. Mm-mm. So. so the last couple of years have been great. Go, 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 go! <laughs> she says that she sips her glass of Chardonnay, which is not her favorite, but mom's favorite, so that's what we're drinking. Right. Have you ever heard, if you've ever heard an old woman talk about wine, they inevitably say they love a buttery shard. Like, it's like, they, who told them all to love buttery Chardonnay? I don't know. Or, and, and if somehow the word oaky is thrown in there. Oh, yeah. That'll, that, that's that'll work a touch out. of elegance there. Oh, my gosh. Dude, <laughs> the nail on the head there. And it's making me like this wine less as I drink it. Okay. Well, I read a book called Columbine that... I can, it's not new. It's, I think it's 10 or 12 years old, but I, it had been recommended. It was on my list and I finally read it. Oh, it was incredible. The book was incredible. And it was one of those ones where you keep the light on in your dark room and just keep reading and you don't want to go to bed. One of those. Wow. Um, because I feel like everything we thought we knew about Columbine, Mm. we were wrong about. And that was Please unbelievable. Just, um, you know, the narrative that I think was said on that day, usually with tragedies, there is a lot of confusion and you have conflicting stories and weird 
anomalies and then you settle in on the truth. But it seemed like what happened with that was that all those conflicting stories and stuff just got solidified and repeated a million times over. And then the mythology of it was formed and that was it. Um, So a lot of what we think we know is just incorrect. Um, The mythology of that time was these guys were bullied. They were in the trench coat mafia. Yes. Um, This was that. This is a very nice, like, uh, uh, thing to discuss after our Marilyn Manson conversation. That was in the book about how they blamed Marilyn Manson incorrectly. Also, they didn't have any kind of... Which is why I didn't suspect him and didn't believe the the allegation. So this, it's like the myth... Okay, continue. This is fascinating. And so um, the truth really is that Eric Harris was essentially a textbook sociopath and then dylan his accomplice was more about he was more depressive and had suicidal ideation but then being around eric he kind of got sucked in to that mode instead um like i think if eric didn't exist dylan may have just took his own life or or just got through high school like most depressed high teens do um and so That was disturbing because then you really think, like, what a shame because uh, he got caught up in it. Um, And it part of what made the book so unbelievable is that it's so pedestrian and, like, there really isn't um, the smoking gun, for lack of a better word, of, like, here's why this happened. We can't you can't really explain it away like that. Pretty much they seemed, yeah, they had issues and got in trouble and even got in trouble with the police once. But a lot of teenagers do. Right. And so... Both my brothers have. Right. I mean, it's so so common. Like, male rage and male rage amongst teenagers is not uncommon. Right. And I think that's what made the book so... You just kept turning the page because you just keep wanting an explanation. Um, and even that, My. do you know the famous sort of narrative about the girl who said yes when asked if she was a Christian and then he, she said yes and then he killed her? Yeah. Do you remember that story? Yeah. And the mom even wrote a book called She Said Yes. That didn't happen. Like we have the 911 recordings. We know what was said and what wasn't said. It didn't yeah. happen. And right. but it was so comforting, I'm sure, to yeah. a lot of people yeah. that that just kept being repeated, yeah. stuff like that, and how the stories we tell oh about God. our lives and other people's lives to help us survive, as Joan Didion said, that they're not often oh. the true story. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I was my I, uh, <clears throat> one of my professors was the trauma counselor that flew out there to work with the students and teachers and like still goes for anniversary events and to speak about it. Well, and those kids certainly were, you know, traumatized as any victim of these type of things Mm -hmm. would be. But because it was sort of the first and biggest 
national news. And it was, I mean, it was already on CNN before the killers were even out or killed, you know? Um, And then I was thinking about that happened right after my road rules, like the next year. And um, Timmy and I from the show were driving across country and when it was happened and we stopped there and went to the hospital Susie! Yeah, we visited with the victims in the hospital. Oh my gosh, what an experience. Yeah, it it felt like... Wow, what was that like? Well, when you visited the property at the time, there were these cross, you know, memorials where you could go and leave flowers and things. And it was on the school property. But I don't remember thinking in that moment, like, these people people die, died here it, it feels like untrue or unreal like n- a movie maybe or something it was so new you didn't yeah. have even a frame of reference for it now we understand what that means this is something yeah. you didn't even school for you had a totally different uh like i say with clients if you were to, our brain is kind of like a file cabinet and if you were to full, pull out the file label school there is not a single page in there with school shootings yeah now like the boat go, when they didn't recognize and, the boat yep Exactly, 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 exactly. And now we go and pull that out, and there's an entire tab marked school shootings and danger on campus. Right. Yeah, it did. I just didn't have the understanding of what it was. Oh, Suze. W- I was so glad to be able to visit with them, and everyone was very lovely and nice, and it was a special time, but it felt hollow because. What what the hell do I have to offer? No, but like I think it says a lot, you know, that you go there and that there you are part of that, especially at that time. That you were the like a public figure. You're like that age, that demographic. You fit there. You're what they're watching on TV. That means yeah. a lot. That's really amazing that you went and like even like put yourself in that position to like see that and experience that and have to like kind of grapple with those emotions and everything that comes from that like oh that's a lot yeah i can't believe i didn't know that about you and you didn't tell me that I, I didn't even tell adam and i was like did you know that i went there and he's like no no but Gosh. i don't know you know how it is maybe this isn't true for you but there's like a weird thing about life before the internet <laughs> I mean, the internet yeah. existed at that time, but it certainly was not like it is now. Because we didn't have reminders of our memories. Yeah. Memories are, you know how they say, like, the only time that there's, if, like, when you revisit them, they become entrenched and, like, strengthened and it be, and most of the time conflicted. Like, and changed. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That if you're not revisiting them, you know, like, I don't, there's a lot of stuff. That's why you hang out with your siblings and all of a sudden they tell you stories or you see a picture of something and it reinforces your memory of yeah. it. If we're not doing those things and we have like time hop and all this stuff that like reminds us of like constantly having memories reinforced even when we didn't ask for them. Yeah, not for even good ones too. Can they stop showing me pictures of my exes? Thank you. I digress. That's funny to me because I can't hear you oh again. But oh my gosh, you I can just saw see me yelling. You on Zoom and I, I know that you I were being animated. I hope it records animated. the audio. <laughs> can you hear me now? Now I can't hear you. It's like oh, it knows, I... like it wants to protect me from your yeah. It's like outburst. She's getting angry. <laughs> For real, this is nothing you need to hear. Protect um, your ears. Yeah, there is a weirdness in my mind about those pre-internet memories that 
they just feel, I don't know, there's a distance there and they just don't come to mind as much as you said. Anyway, the book is tremendous and I especially loved hearing more about psychopathy and how that looks and they were very nuanced and careful to talk about how you know we imagine them to be sort of the boogeyman but really it's like Hugh Grant like charming and you know intoxicating that's why they're so effective right Ted and, Bundy yeah you know they know everyone how to read people they know how to lie really well and that's actually what makes them so dangerous is that it you don't suspect them to be Unless you're married to them, I feel my heart rate increase, like like rising as you talk like that. Well, because Sarah, you're like a target. I've noticed this about you because you're so um, optimistic. Oh, gullible, a hundred (laughs) percent. Like, no, I know it is because I I I I give people the benefit of the doubt to to a fault. Yeah, and it's so nice. A fucking prey. Yep, it's true. Oh. Where, I don't know. Where'd you go in your mind just then? Just that it happens everywhere. <laughs> right. Right. And so I think there's a lot of people like you, especially women, who can get, you know, manipulated by these cuckoos. And like you said, remember when I asked you, like, what can we do for people that are psychopaths? And you said nothing. Like, it's mm-hmm. not really something we can fix. And the book no. said that. And yeah. like the words were, I love when the books words. confirm things that I say. I can't. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. You can't hear me? I can. I can. Go ahead. What'd you say? Oh, okay. God. I thought you were going to say that. Um, I, I was, I, I don't want to switch the subject, but before I forget, I, speaking of things that I don't know, remember when I thought sea shanties were houses by the sea and they're actually songs that people sing and I had no idea what that word I like was. that. I and like, then, like that. so many people were like. Are we gonna tell her? <laughs> right. Who's gonna tell like, her? Did you, yeah? Who's gonna tell her? So I yeah, didn't know. I was real wrong. I wasn't like, oh, it's like, what would you do with a drunken sailor? I didn't know they were called that. And don't you think a shanty is a nice name for a seaside house? It, <laughs> it like is. not a nice house, but like a kind of like a shanty, a little little something, just, a little bungalow. Like a bungalow. Yeah, it's like a sea shanty. That's not thing. Well, <laughs> it's for like a sea shanty. She thinks if she says it enough, it'll be I'm true. like, if I say it and shrug my shoulders at the same time, it's got to, like, make it a thing, right? Like, I hate, but kind yeah. of don't hate, how pe- the glee that people get when we fuck up that bad. Oh. It's I, the it, worst. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But you know what it's made me do in my life? I don't correct people at all when they're wrong about things. Okay. Because I don't, like... And I don't, I don't point things at like, cause I ask myself who's going to bet. I kind of run it through a filter of who's going to benefit right now. And what, if it's something that I think the person would like, you know, you're saying that like, this is not actually true. Then maybe I'll tell them. But if it's just like, there was somebody who like, like people who use jokes that I know belong to a comedian, oh, but yeah. they say, I don't, I'm just like, let them have it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's the... I guess so. I used to point things out all the time, and I definitely got, like... Because I'm like, who's going to... So what? They're going to feel dumb or feel, like, embarrassed or ashamed or whatever it is to feel mm-hmm. like that. I'm going to feel... What? Good? Question mark? 
for doing what? Knowing this information? Congratulations. Gold star. Ugh, you've watched more TV. Like, <laughs> I, I run myself through that, and I'm like, not worth it to make somebody feel. The trade-off is, well, you know, just yeah. like, ha-ha, the end. The exception to that would probably be, you know, if a guy at a party was being obnoxious and oh. taking credit for jokes that weren't his, I might. Hang on a sec. Yeah. None of the, I should have prefaced with this. None of this applies to straight again. white males. I love this. The, None the of phone it. In knows fact, that she's yelling I yelled right at now. another one. I yelled another one. I yelled at one of those guys the other day because I needed, he needed a lesson about science in the while well, my mom and I were having a nice little time by the pool and a guy who lives in this complex who last time i was here i left his restaurant that he owns he owns like a hotel restaurant and i walked out of there because of a racist comment his daughter made and i was like nope fuck that i'm out and i was like mom we're not staying here pack up your stuff i'm never speaking to this guy again and then he made a dumbass comment when i I was downstairs by the pool and i had to teach him a thing or two about science and so then like word (laughs) word, like traveled around like that that i did this and my mom had a friend who came over and visited today and my mom was like hey did you hear about she goes oh yeah i heard no uh-huh and she was like and he had it coming and people have been dying to and then they're also what they say that the what's going around is i called him out but i was nice oh so, okay thank you that i like oh and she was nice about it yeah so i talk like this here but you know i All like right. i was nice about it. and he needed it right Fucking right and life. you know what maybe you're planting seeds maybe in a few years he'll be like you know what she was right about that you never know i am we'll see all of the we'll living see. have hope, Sarah. Yes. So I don't even know what this is about. Anyways. I don't either. I do know yeah. there was some brainiac that I don't know what we said that set her off. <laughs> oh, what did I say? I'm not, make sure to not say it again. I don't think it was you. It may have been. It, I think it was something political because oh. she went on a tear on our Facebook where she oh. was like commenting under several things and I'm getting notifications And um, it seemed to be something about politics because then she went under my – the picture of me in my Halloween costume as um, Olivia Rodrigo. And she was, like, accusing me of um, cultural appropriation. That's when I – okay. Like, she's trying to say we're not as liberal or something. And she just lost it. She did a whole diatribe. Um, it, oh, and it said, neither of you... I'm going to read it to you. This is fun. Oh, I love it. I, oh, neither of us. Oh, okay. I'm getting lumped in here, too. She can't stand a fucking listen anymore. You both are so delusional, uneducated, and elitist that it's actually sad. I'm sad for you. <gasps> neither of you have a clue about history, economics, civics, etc. But you I know a lot about etc. Okay, <laughs> that's where I draw that's the line. That's our specialty. I specialize. <laughs> Seriously, that's our specialty. We have was it five hundred eighty-two episodes of etc. Potpourri, yes, miscellany. Okay, <laughs> but you comment on such constantly, and I'm. She meant to say literally, but she she wrote literary. Okay, which I delight in. Yes. She, I'm liter, literary, literary, rolling my eyes so hard they're going to roll out of my head. So I'm not literary, literary I, or literally. Literary. I know you're, a, Susie, I know you're a doctor, but you are the most ignorant doctor I've ever heard from. 
I really hope your listeners understand they're mostly getting candy without the brain. Please don't. Like we've ever sold it as anything else. (laughs) And then. We actually say don't listen to us. Like like, listen to our show, but like don't take any of our advice. Half of our stories are about poop. I mean, (laughs) what are you, (laughs) what do you think this is? Lower the bar. I'm not Sanjay Gupta over here. Right. Please don't take this as anything other than constructive criticism. <laughs> Have a great day. Peace sign emoji. P.S. But- P.S. Saying, quote, I feel like before or after what you're talking about does not make it true. Facts don't care about your feelings. That No, but they do care no, about our opinions, which is feelings. what I feel like means. Words mean things. Summer Renee. Um, and... <laughs> When someone says, I feel like, or I think, that denotes an opinion. Right. Which everyone has one. Right. And, and you clearly think ours stink. So. So they're just like assholes in that way. Yes. Anyway. Which I, is like one of our favorite topics. So. I was like, Summer, it's okay. Like, whatever. I would what it was we said I, I think it was that first episode in the new year when we all of a sudden got political and oh, did we? it was just a second we just had a moment summer i mean give us a break yeah. we're just humans ignorant elitist whatever she said humans uneducated and you know what i don't disagree with her on a lot like sometimes i am that i like i am i am so like, ignorant i have a lot we, to learn oh so much that's why like, I, I don't mean. know jack shit. Yeah, I uh, yeah, but I like to say we we on the the good old you know Dunning Kruger scale, we're kind of past the m- Mount Stupidity and the Valley of Despair and on the incline. So everything's gonna be okay, Summer. Everything's. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, all right. So moving on. Have you? But I love her constructive criticism and I always encourage. Yeah. I think she forgot the constructive part because it's not really constructive to say that 
someone's fucking ignorant like she did. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's not nice. No, it is in summer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying her name. It's like with the prisoner. Am I going to have to bleep right. this out too? Don't bleep it. Okay. Um, are you familiar with the um, how Chrissy Teigen got sober and she recommended a book about, I think it's like. Yes. Getting oh, mother sober, name, like being you know, sober. Yes. Yes. Saying totally. like women should yes. stop drinking, <laughs> essentially. And the woman that wrote the book, after she got sober herself, she started diving into all this. And she created an alternative for AA that she calls Tempest. And it's not, AA is free. This is a company, a for-profit company, mm. where you can, like, get go in a support group and, like, get a, um, basically the same as AA where you get a, quote-unquote, um, sponsor, but yeah. they're not, like, an expert. They're just somebody who's been in your shoes. and a peer. Yeah. And yeah. Um, things like that. That's what it offers. And a lot of people, a lot of women are really into it because AA does come at the whole world through a male lens. It was created yes. by a man and has yes. had a lot of problems with misogyny and preying upon women, you know, in the groups and stuff. So yeah. a lot of people think this is a great alternative and they sort of reject the binary of like either alcoholic or not alcoholic. They mm -hmm. realize accurately that there is a real range and yeah. that you don't just go one day from being sober and abstinent to being an alcoholic there's a a journey yes. that that goes on. and i wanted to know what you think of such things i know you don't know the business model exactly but i right. wanted your opinion i mean i i really do see the value in offering an alternative and i think it's really important the so in therapy the thing that is the most the thing that can predict outcomes the best is not the treatment model you use is not the um like how messed up, how like bad a person is or whatever you want to say it's the relationship that the therapist and client have and how much the client believes that this therapist can be like the one to help them and I think if you apply that same understand, that same, like, idea to this, that women having something that is, like, this is the thing that is going to help me is worth it to, you know, and I, th I think about the value, you know, because then part of me kind of like w was hesitant when it, when they charge for it. Yeah. Because that's very different than AA because AA is kind of, it, well, not kind of, is like a nonprofit. Yeah. You know, it's uh -huh. a nonprofit and then it's run by the individuals, which is good because if you have good people, like I did um, for a long time and technically am still in Adult Children of Alcoholics, ACA, which is an AA program, based program. And I, but, People who are in adult children of alcoholics are highly responsible, highly, like, uh, uh, you know, cross the T's, check the, like, make sure everything is done and, and the job gets done. And these are all people who are willing participants who are volunteering to do everything because it's almost like that's part of the symptoms of that. 
So it was a really good environment where people were doing their jobs. I have seen many situations where AA has not been that for people because there isn't that structure and there isn't that kind of thing that mm. maybe you do get if you were to pay for something. And then I think about how much could be lo- like financially would be lost if you were somebody who was trying to make AA work for a long time and it wasn't. Like not financially through that per se, but in just like, I don't know, not getting the help you need for a while. That fi- that ha- The most important thing is believing that whatever you're doing is going to work. And if for women that is this program then that i think is super super helpful and i think we do need something that kind of approaches it in a different way and the more i learned about how i can't remember his name how that guy started aa and the process that he went through and we learned a little bit about that in uh the michael pollan book we read how to change your mind and how a lot of his um the uh, the guy who started aa his own sobriety came through the use of hallucinogenics and psychedelic drugs so you can't come on it's made me think that maybe we need to give another option i feel the same way about this as i do about um i don't know if you want to call it wellness or dieting or Mm. whatever people desire to um do regarding the food that they eat yes um that this idea of like one size fits all is so silly that so everybody's silly. brain works in a different way. Everyone has different behaviors and triggers and reward circuitry or whatever goes right. on that helps us with decision making. And so what works for one person wouldn't work for everybody. And same with AA. It's just not 100% of people are going to respond to it. Right. But I am interested in maybe reading the book because I'm curious about how she, because it seems like she takes the approach of like, no woman should be drinking, period, and that it is like contributive to like patriarchy, essentially, that that we're being conned in like the opiate well, of the I masses kind of that. thing. Yeah, like I want to know I what, hear, yeah. what's the argument Tell, Read there. it and then give me the summary. <laughs> Tell me what's up. Right, right. While I read it, and this is more of an argument for why we should just all smoke weed. Yeah, that's true. I've learned. I've learned this. I don't want to smoke it, but just hang out, do weed, do, do, just do it. Um, I've been sitting on some. When I got here in Costa Rica, I, I, my mom was like, "I'm going to make sure this trip is good for you. I'm going to set you up with what she called the medicine man." Who gave me <laughs> two chocolates that are mushroom chocolates? Did you try? And I've been any? sitting on them for two weeks, oh. and I have not. I've just like I have to clear my schedule, and I had to make sure mom was okay. I can't be like going True. off and having a six-hour, yeah. you know. But I'm where will take, you like, go? One though? fourth of one. Nowhere, but I just told my mom that I cannot see her injuries while I'm on any form of drug yes i freak out i just read this article in the new york times it was an op-ed and i think the the title was i did ketamine to treat my depression and things got weird and she was describing Uh -uh. how she bought like a package deal in brazil of like six sessions of ketamine and um some of them went well and others of them was what you're describing where like she'd think of something like um a clown and then next thing you know it was like a scary kind 
And she was like, get me out of here. And they'd have to stop the the session. And so if you were introduced to something gross or whatever, (gasps) that would be an absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare. So I've done a lot of, I said, first I'm going to do like some serious, like, mindfulness of like my mom is okay i need to make sure everything is healed i need to get the clean bill of health that we're going to the doctor appointment on thursday everything's gonna be fine and then i will have the quarter of that and have some fun time serving <laughs> tiny, tiny. hey put that yeah. on close friends Ooh, yeah do Ooh. that even just a picture would be nice yes okay yes. think about it Yes. Um, okay, I think Chris... But, but one more thing yeah. I have to say that I, like, didn't look up and didn't, like, even want to dive into and ask questions of why. The guy who was this medicine man looked like... I, I asked my mom, like, what does he look like? And she's like, he looks like a guy who should be at a golf course. He looked like waspy, suburban, white... Basically, the patriarchy sold me drugs. And <sighs> then he told me, he was like, these are really good. They're... I don't know what the name was. The name was something along, and this means nothing to me, but I was like, okay. It was something along the lines of African blue something penis envy. That's the name And I was of it? like, mm-hmm. I was like, that, I don't know what that means, but he was like, <laughs> this is good stuff. If you're, it's a blue African something something penis envy. And I was like, all I heard was penis envy. I was like, and blue, and I was like, uh, okay. You sure. are so brave. I would be real nervous about. I haven't done them yet. They're not. And these. This is like the guy that my mom's like. Oh no! I go. I get this I, all the time. He's really good, and it's all organic, which like somehow matters. I don't know. Like, or <laughs> you do drugs, and then uh, <laughs> I said I want the not strong stuff. So they come in like chocolates, so you don't have to like do. It's not like loose and everything. It's all been dosed <laughs> out and like all. I don't know. I don't you remember know the one time I pretended to do mushrooms? That was loose, and I was like, I can't control the dose of this. So no, so this is all like pr- like dosed out like medicine, and uh, and I'm only going to do a quarter because I was like, I have to go slow, and so you could always do more. You can't do less. So. <laughs> oh god. Okay, last thing. I think Christy sent me this. Brainiacs. Brainiacs, by the way, I love when you send me stuff. Yeah. So Shout out to Christy. She went on a first date recently and was like, hey, what should I talk about? And so I sent her um, an article that was on, I want to say it was that one about the person burning something into liver. And I was like, mm, that might be a little a little strong for the first date. And then I sent her like some like we should, more nice, We should have a one, service so. where like people say, I'm going to a cocktail party. What should I talk about? Because I mean, that is what brain candy is. We're just giving you like little... The, we will give these... I feel like that's a talk. close friends... A close friends... Yeah. Okay. Info for sure. Yeah. I think she sent me this and it was um, an article saying that women who are operated on by male surgeon are 15% more liable to suffer a bad outcome, 32% more likely to die, um, and then experience complications and be readmitted to hospital than when a woman performs the procedure. And they've taken into account skill, and it ain't that. Yeah, they've co- they controlled for everything. And yep. when men get surgery... Their outcomes are the same regardless of the gender of their surgeon. Okay. Do you, like, I saw, I, I was also sent this info by a, another friend, shout out to Amanda. And uh, I, I was like, 
are you fucking kidding me? I'm never getting anything other than a female surgeon. Yeah, it's scary. And then people get... See, what I'm annoyed at is, is any guy who, like, rolls his eyes, or woman who rolls their eyes when... I'm like, no, I'd like a female doctor, or no, I want my doctor to be a woman. And they're like, oh, you just, is it because? This is why. It's just data. And if I were a woman of color, exactly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust a white doctor for a male doctor. That's what I was thinking. Like, this anything. is just women. It doesn't even account Please. for the uh, intersection of other biases. Come on, right? Yeah. It's so disturbing. I can't. So disturbing because you can only we can go ahead and make some assumptions, yeah. About like, and they would it would not be unfair of us to make to make to jump to those conclusions from that data. Oh, now you know what? File this under things Sarah's mad about in this episode. <laughs> That's it. Remember how I was like, oh, what am I gonna? What did I get back? This. Yeah. Well, because separately, I read an article about um, how scientists are learning how to kind of predict. You're like when you'll die, unless you have an accident or something. Like based on protein, unless your, your mom does things like scale <laughs> the side of buildings and based on protein that you have in your your body, they can predict with some great accuracy of when you might die. And this based artic- on proteins, yeah. And they were saying how this can have great um, help. It can help people, but. It, they're like if you're disabled and then the value of your life being longevity rather than you know how people just think a long life is a successful life and the that bias towards aging and longevity rather than you know just you being a person and having value intrinsically and so the the worry about that because when you think about these surgeries that's part of the issue is like how much are you a value as a human. What if they decide? Because the oh, you know. What oh I mean? my God, Susie, that's yeah. a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah, and that's what the disabled community is feeling like. Whoa! Oh my gosh, this totally right. <gasps> I never even thought about that because of like the doctor. You know, it's kind of like when uh, you. I, I've heard something not the same, but sort of the same. Of if you have the box checked for organ yeah, donor yeah, yeah, that, myth, that yeah. they like don't work as hard because they're like oh her you know which yeah. is i hope god not truth because you can have all my organs um also side note i think we did talk about this a long time ago but my grandma said this before she passed away that when you say that you want to donate your body to science you need to be very specific about how you'd like that body to be used or you will become a test dummy for ballistics and explosives yes because that counts as body I, science. I may be wrong, but I think that you can choose, like, if you want to be donated to a certain school center. or lab yeah. or whatever. My, my grandma had it specified that it was UCLA Medical Center, Aww. and there was, like, a card in her wallet. So when she – they, like – That's so nice. There you go. This is it. Yeah. See, she's a troubleshooter. So, I love that lady. Yeah, she is. But I miss <sighs> Eleanor. I miss Eleanor. Oh, I do too. <laughs> She's here all the time. Yes, all the she time. is. I she do would love say that. that. She'd be like, oh, I'm right here, so don't worry. She and every time I get sad about the voicemail thing, she always shows up in some way, and it's like, don't fucking worry about that. And it comes to me in a dream, or like, I just feel her little voice with me. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Shout out to Ellie. Shout out to Ellie. Um, 
Anyway, that's food for thought about the patriarchy and also wow. death. If you seriously, I know that that study in particular, though, about the proteins and stuff, that doesn't account for, you know, freak accidents or car, whatever. So, like, if you really could know the, your day of death, you would not want to know. No way. What no about way. If you could just know the protein thing, like how long based on just your DNA? Now nah, I'm good. good. I already know. That's, I think genetics, I think your, your, uh, genealogy is the biggest indicator. Like you just look at everybody. They live for fucking ever in my family. Well, I'm not going anywhere. Well, and I mean, this is basically what insurance companies already do. Like life insurance, they have actuaries <gasps> that, you know, predict basically based We're, on your habits. The future and- is here. We're all in the matrix. This is okay. Cause like all, now I just think of minority report and how like they're going to, this really, that's fucking freaky shit. Suze. <laughs> Why? Because if they can, whoever they is in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the 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 robots in Terminator? Like they have like a. I love that you I think cannot, I watch them. I know. I was like, you're not gonna fucking know that. Whatever the the that everybody is screaming it right now. We're just gonna. Uh, we, I should learn this name so that I can forever refer to the people in the future as this corporation, <laughs> like. You know, yes. Now I'm trying to think of the one in in the movie Wall-E, which I think I'd be might be an easier grab for my mind than what, the Terminator. Let's imagine. <laughs> let's imagine a bell curve okay. of um, if you were given a certain amount of time to live, what would be the best amount of time that would like optimize? So, like, if they oh. said you're dying in two weeks, like. You wouldn't really oh, have not enough time. Yeah. Who can book flights in that amount of time? But if Where they said go? 50 years, it wouldn't really adjust your behavior. I might so. forget in that time. My ADD <laughs> ass would totally forget. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Alexa, set a reminder for 49 <laughs> years, 364 days. Okay, so what's the frame uh, time frame that you would think? This is such a fun question. God, no like, wonder you were on the challenge and on the the on the because like the questions. Who, this is great, yeah. Because like inquisitive minds, I love this. No wonder. Oh, uh, God. I would say, oof, maybe how ten old am years. I? Thirty-five. I would want a little. More. So what I would wait. Okay, so what's like the optimal? Now here's the thing: is like what's the optimal amount of time versus what? What would you like? Because. I would kind of like some time as old, but not that old. Like yeah. I want to chill and I don't want anybody to like make me feel like I should be doing something, which I understand. It's just me making me feel like I should be doing something. By somebody, I mean myself. <laughs> By somebody, I mean me. <laughs> I'd like to be at that retirement age where I could be like, cool, I'm good. I'd like, I think everything after the, 75, I'm going to look at his extra innings. Nice. Wow. Okay. Extra innings. Yeah. What do you think? I guess, so when I think about this question, I think about that phrase, live like you were dying, you know, this, whatever. Just see, pretend like you're going to die soon and then you'll like see. But that's not true because then you wouldn't work and you wouldn't do anything. You have to make that balance between like eating and seizing the day. 
So I would. Need I mean, this least... I could talk for the, about this for hours. I think the first thing you'd have to do would be prioritize what, like we talked about in a previous episode, what brings your life meaning. Mm-hmm. Because first, it would be like doing it. Okay, what brings my life meaning? Because do you ever have that feeling? Like, so one of the things that that would, why I was so excited to live closer to my brothers, is that I wanted what I would called like regular hangouts. Like, like we would just meet up and it wasn't like there was this pressure of like, I haven't seen you in two years. Yeah. We've got to like make it good. That is sometimes how it is because I have a mom who lives internationally. Like we have to travel and it's like sometimes when she comes to visit, there's this pressure. We have to make it good. We have to do all the things we have to. And I'm like, I can't cause it's a fucking Wednesday and I got to work, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think giving yourself permission to not have like the I gotta make it good like enough you know that that because can we ever really like that's a good point like just never, casual that's being. never satisfied we can't you can just remember? be we, yes a long 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 time ago episode like fifty or something we talked about a researcher who said that he is fine with cutting his vacation, going home a couple days early on his vacation, if it meant, like, however, you, the, you want to leave a vacation on the best day. And most people extend mm. it a day or two too far. They, like, it's, because then you have that day of, like, oh, we're going to leave. Yeah. I don't want to leave. And you should, if you had a really good day, you should just pack it up and leave then because that's going to be your memory you do of the trip. whenever you do stand-up comedy. Like, even if you oh. have more jokes to do, Yeah. You want to leave on the best laugh. So, like, even this if you is, have more material. A, I fucking love our show. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. that is so We're connecting cool. dots over here, people. We are. I mean, this Summer. Is yes, summer. <laughs> God. It, like, is summer? Okay, hang on a sec. Yeah. If Linda had a daughter, yeah. she's fucking naming her Summer. <laughs> She's the girl who babysat you but didn't pay attention the whole time, was on her phone and probably invited the boyfriend over and then, like, was talking, like, was being like, you're a little brat, but then as soon as the mom would come home, would be so nice to her. (laughs) I know this person. (laughs) Fuck it, Summer. Summer, classic Summer. Classic Summer. I hope. Millennial. God, if she's listening, she's going to be even madder. This is not. I know, but whatever. So is Linda. Those two can just, like, I mean, they see each other at Christmas, so it's fine. Summer, listen, we're doing our best over here. Don't be mad about it. Oh, gosh. I don't even... Summer probably okay. still lives with Linda. Do Let's you, be real. <laughs> do you want to wind it down? I don't so even know funny. how that's possible. I know. Uh, we're off the rails at this Sarah point. Sarah bought my cat the Halloween costumes. <laughs> freaking bats. Freaking bats, guys. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, wait. We are not winding it down. This is the opposite of winding it down. I know, I know. That's the opposite. But this is like, this is like, I pardon the interruption. Yeah. If you do not know, Susie and I are actual GIFs, GIFs, <laughs> oh, however yeah. the hell you want to say it, that you can go on Giphy or Jiffy or whatever the hell you call it, and you could type in Susie Meister or Sarah Rice mm-hmm. and, or Brain Candy, and you could, if you want, to send somebody the gift that says freaking facts, <laughs> you can do that. The world is your oyster. The, like, there is a Sarah slash Susie reaction gift for basically every emotion. Yes. You could possibly experience. And if there isn't, I will make one. Because I did not know these existed until, like, 
two days ago. Yeah, you can do and it on now Twitter. Every friend of mine has been giving, get, been receiving only Sarah reaction gifts as my <laughs> answer to every text message. People are probably like, "Wow, Sarah's responding to text messages all of a sudden." <laughs> You're yes, just yes, like, I am. They have on Twitter. If you search Sarah BCP. You can find those gifts on there to respond to people. It's the best. Um, on Instagram. The best way that I've found to find them on Instagram is to do at Wave Network, and they all come up. Nice. And then Facebook, I think. It's just a whole wild, brave new world. It's so fun. Ah! So, Friggin' facts. I can't wait Check to them see out. those. Friggin' facts. And follow us on Patreon, because apparently that's where the action is now, at the close friends, uh, let's be social level. Yes. Anyway, Ooh, we gotta go. We don't even have time for a wind down. I know we don't. We've just been like chatting this whole time. I'm sorry, it's my fault. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.